When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is the Unsportsmanlike podcast on ESPN Radio. It's Unsportsmanlike on ESPN Radio. Presented by Progressive Insurance, Sirius XM, uh, Channel 80, ESPNU, ESPN app, all the great ESPN stations all across the United States of America. We are coming to you live today from the seaport in New York City, brought to you by Grey Goose. Last night, first night of the NFL season in Detroit, beats Kansas City 21-20. CC and Smalls both picked Detroit to win this game. Me, Evan Cohen, I picked uh, Kansas City to win by double digits, as a matter of fact. And boy, did I nail that one. Kansas City was up 14-7 at the half. The seven points for Detroit came on a drive in which they had to fake punt inside their own 20-yard line. As gutsy of a call as you're ever going to see in your life, it worked out, obviously. And they go into half, they being Detroit, go into half down 14-7. Come back in the second half. I think there were two moments that I could not believe personally from an Andy Reid coaching perspective. Up 17-14, 12-11 ago. Detroit has the ball, or Kansas City has the ball in the Detroit 21. Fourth and two, they kick a field goal. I can't believe they didn't go for it in that spot. But I guess with Kadarius, Tony, and everybody dropping the ball. And then down 21-20, fourth and 25 from their own 30-yard line. 2 9 to go. Three timeouts and a two-minute warning. They go for it. And they don't do after that what CC said, which is just if they miss it, which they did, let them score. Unfathomable coaching performance by Andy Reid, who's a first ballot Hall of Famer. Yeah, and you can't convince me that not having Eric Bieniemy didn't factor into it in terms of Andy Reid managing the offensive game plan and then actually managing the game as a head coach. So there's that to contend with. But the other thing is this. When you start talking about those calls and wondering which one is more egregious, I would say they're equally egregious. You got the ball in the red zone, essentially, in the second half where the Lions offense is doing nothing, and you don't want to be aggressive in that spot with Pat Mahomes? That doesn't make any sense. Like, I get that you're, you're taking the points, but it's still a one-score game at that point. You go up 20-14 to 14 instead of – I mean, so it's yeah, just – who cares? What's the difference? Yeah, I, It agree. doesn't make any sense. But then the fourth in 20 or fourth in 25, I, I did not understand that logic – the way that they played it, and then the following defensive possession with trying to stop them from scoring. If you're going to go for it under those circumstances, you absolutely have to let them score. Or you have to let them run down there and then let them make, force them to score the football so Pat Mahomes can get the ball back. But the fact that they didn't do that just didn't make any sense. Now, they shouldn't have been in 4th and 20 or 4th and 25, but you had the holding call on Donovan Smith, which wipes away the sky more completion. And then Kadarius Toney has one of his three drops in the second half. I mean, think about that. Just the drops alone. If those guys don't drop those four Pat Mahomes passes in the second half, we have a different outcome today. So as much as we want to pin this on Andy Reid, a lot of this comes down to the execution and the absence of Travis Kelsey. For, to highlight your point on the drops, Mahomes completed 41% of his passes in the second half. Uh, that number obviously impacted by those four drops. It was the most drops that the Chiefs have had in a half since 2009 and their second most in a game under Patrick Mahomes. Wow. It's absolutely wild. There's a screenshot going around. I'll see if I can find this and retweet this at Evco Radio of the play in which it was a pick six 
and where the ball is, and they they take the screenshot of where it is, and and the whoever put it out there said this resulted in a pick six, and it's like literally in Kadarius Tony's hand. It's like yeah. ridiculous. The thing was a little bit behind him, but still, that's a ball that Kadarius Tony has got to catch. Yeah, well, anyway, if you're a professional wide receiver you in the NFL, you have to catch. You got to make plays, and you said it yesterday. If the Kansas City Chiefs are going to win without Travis Kelsey, who's got to step up? Kadarius Tony, the well, guy was right. a former first round draft pick. Was right. he well, he did step up for the Detroit Lions, right. he not for the Kansas City Chiefs. He was Chiefs. an X factor. Yeah, no, he yeah. was an X factor. Now, here's the thing: I don't want to take credit away from the Lions right. because they took advantage of the breaks in the game when they presented themselves. The fact that the Chiefs had that many miscues in the second half, the Detroit Lions made the plays that they needed to make. And I will also say this: that defensive front put pressure on. Pat Mahomes all night. Despite Jawan Taylor lining up in the backfield yeah, with Clyde Edwards. It was that. Well, what it was, he was trying to get off the ball because of Aiden Hutchinson and James Houston, that pass rush. But why did they call a penalty on that? I earlier? don't know why. I don't his, know his, why what, they did. His didn't. right foot was yeah. basically back. Yeah, and he still got a false start penalty at the most inopportune time to make it from fourth and 20 to fourth and 25. But I digress. That pass rush from the Detroit Lions was fierce. And even though they only got one sack, they got seven quarterback hits and 18 pressures. 18. They were hunting all night. And I think that's the biggest sign of growth for me for this Lions team, what they've turned into on the defensive side of the ball. Shout out to my former teammate, defensive coordinator Aaron Glenn, because he had his dogs ready to hunt last night. Aiden Hutchinson was six of those pressures, by the way. We, no, we, seven, seven pressures. Seven pressures by Aiden Hudson last night. It's unbelievable. we got to get back to him in a second, but I want to clean up one thing. So that, that field goal to go up 20-14, to 14, which we don't understand why you would go for not go for it, fourth and two, the sequence is fascinating, okay? First and 10 at the Detroit 29-yard line. Mahomes scrambles nine yards. Second and one, Detroit 20-yard line. Kadarius Toney, who, you know, butterfingers last night, right? Jet sweep. Jet sweep backwards, minus one. Third and two, Mahomes' incomplete pass to Jarek McKinnon. Fourth and two, Detroit 21-yard line, 39-yard field goal. In my Now, again, playing the results here a little bit, but third and two, run the ball. Make Consider it two-down territory. I understand it's Mahomes, but even run the ball with Mahomes if you have to. Just a disastrous sequence. Everybody rightfully so is going to But here's the crazy thing. Up until that point, their offense did nothing. They punted three and out the first possession. The second possession, that second drive, they had six plays, but it was aided by a luxurious sneak penalty. Like it was DPI. Like I just don't understand it. Their offense was not moving the ball. Why were you afraid to go for it on fourth and two deep in their territory? And then go for it on fourth and 25, which makes absolutely no sense. Now, we'd said Aiden Hutchinson. What do we think about his parents mic'd up last night? Did we like that? I loved it, but his parents were sitting a little high in, uh, in the yeah. stands for me, right? Yeah. Exactly. Maybe they got their tickets off StubHub. Yeah, maybe well, maybe Aiden Hudson didn't pay for him. Maybe his dad Chris paid for him himself. I'm just saying. Not that any player would ever do that. Not right? that any player would do that. No, sure. not no, at all. No, that not, wouldn't happen. So, at all. like, if you were still playing, and Sunday night is the Canty Bowl with the Giants and the Cowboys, right? So, if you mm-hmm. were still playing, would you get your parents' tickets to the game? My parents can get their own tickets to mm-hmm. the game. Okay, they're good. My parents are mm-hmm. okay. It's not like I didn't do anything for my parents when I got to the league, and I don't have to disclose everything I've done to try to help my family. I'm just saying that my dad bought his own tickets, he bought his own flights, and that's okay. There's nothing wrong with that. So how about this, CC? Would you want your parents mic'd up during one of your games? Ooh, that would be entertaining. I don't know if I would like what would come out, because I've said that story before. Like, my, my dad 
one time was reading the New York Post and they called me a bust and he came in and, and essentially dress, undressed me and cussed me out because <laughs> I was embarrassing him. It's his last name, not my last name. Yeah. I'm making him look bad in these streets because I play bad. I'm like, Pops, I'm in the NFL. I could do worse, but it's like, no, you're embarrassing me. So I wouldn't want to have my parents mic'd up because, I mean, even though they're God-fearing people, they would probably call me everything but a child of God if I didn't play well. Oh, Well, it was interesting because during the course of the broadcast, you're like, okay, well, his mom like may leave, so we'll have to see what, what happens with her because she gets all nervous during the course of the sure, game. Sure, yeah, yeah. But, uh, yeah, they were mic'd up. And then Chris Jones, who, you know, big story last night, no Chris Jones and no Travis Kelsey. Yeah. I think we all agree Travis Kelsey would have helped them a lot more last, last night specifically than Chris Jones. Chris Jones does go to the game. He sits in his suite. Kenny's telling us that based on his experiences, no way the Chiefs are giving him that ticket. He's buying in, and he's sitting there watching, and he's probably now at this point not going to play until week eight. I mean, I think that's pretty clear. Well, unless they give him money, right? Well, now, they? Now, you think they're calling last night? Well, here's the thing. Yesterday's, the yesterday's price is not today's price. I'm pretty sure that the, it would have been easier to come to some kind of agreement before the Nikki Bosa deal because now the new money average on an extension is $34 million a year. If you're Chris Jones and you were willing to settle for $28-29 right up under Aaron Donald last week, would you be willing to do that this week? Probably not. Probably not. And so, I mean, the fact that the team clearly missed his presence in the pass rush because they only had one sack last night. I just think it gives more leverage to Chris Jones in terms of getting what he's asking for. Nobody's going to dispute that Chris Jones deserves a raise. If he's not the best interior defensive lineman in the National Football League, he's two, right? So, I mean, he deserves to get his money, and we all know the Kansas City Chiefs can't win a championship without him. With each mounting loss, because of the competition, not only just in their division, but in the conference as a whole, the Kansas City Chiefs can't afford to give away more games. And guess what? Coming up on week two, they got the Jacksonville Jaguars. I don't know if you heard of this guy named Trevor Lawrence. Pretty good at football. So you might want to have Chris Jones out there hunting the quarterback. Brett Veach, I know he knows what he's doing. But this is a deal he needs to get done ASAP. I was thinking the same thing. You know that you don't have any time to waste, that there is a very small margin of error in the AFC. Pun intended? <laughs> yeah, basically. <laughs> basically. But you you need to get on the phone. You need to go up to the suite last night and say, clearly we miss your presence. We know what you're doing. We respect it. Game, respect, game. We're trying to get the best deal. You're trying to get the best deal. But we're also trying to win a championship. And we have a window here, and we need you out there. they got to figure this out sooner. By the way, later. sorry, we, we talked about the Giants and the Cowboys on Sunday Night Football, which is obviously a big game. And Kenny played for both of those teams, yep. NFC East teams, quarterbacks that one got a contract and one didn't. But the one who got one is not the one you expected to, and Daniel Jones, the one who didn't, is Dak Prescott. Dak did something interesting yesterday. I don't know if you guys saw. He met with the media, and he was wearing the Sunday Night Football saw hat. That, yeah. The Sunday Night Football hat. I don't know if that's like a Rob Lowe kind of thing. Remember when Rob Lowe wore the NFL hat yes. to an NFL game? When have you seen Dak Prescott do an interview with Without a Cowboys hat on. But why the Sunday night football hat? I don't know, but I mean, think about it. You're we need Rodgers with the Monday you're, night you're football hat. You're getting ready for week one. We usually see Dak in some type of Cowboys hat. For him not to have a Cowboys hat on, is that saying something? Can I read the tea leaves? What if he's saying, I'm ready for prime time? You, you guys don't think I can get it done on big stages? You don't think I can get it done in the playoffs? Watch me do it on Sunday I don't think he's football. sending a message to the fans and the media. I think he's sending a message to Jerry Jones. No, let me tell you something. Okay, as somebody that's been in the media a long time, if it's free, it's for me, right? I mean, that's the reality. <laughs> he saw, but yesterday we were at the ESPN headquarters in Bristol, and our boss man, Justin Craig, was walking me around because I hadn't been there really besides these three days. He's like, hey, if you need anything supply wise, it's over here. He opens a closet. 
the mother load. I took about three or four notebooks. I was so excited. No, free notebooks and pens. I'm taking things like paper clips I'm bringing home with me. So it's okay to raid the supply closet at yeah. the office, but when you have an office dinner, you can't order an extra meal to take home. Like Javante did, our producer. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I yeah. Oh, there's a big difference. How, what's the difference? Because he invited what's me the to take it. They invited he, me to dinner. Javante, how they can you not argue that? I don't understand that. No, no. no Justin no, no, literally no, no, no. walked me it's into the same this closet. Thing. The principle is the no, same. No. If they invite you to something, whether it's the supply closet or dinner, you can take as much as you want. But the supplies were for me, not for someone else. Javante took from a company dinner a meal for his significant other. There's a difference there. I was invited to take stuff from the supply closet. I got a lot of notebooks. You see this, Cece, that he gets to go to the supply closet and doesn't give us a heads up? Hey, there's a supply closet. You guys can yeah, take team, team, team of me, Roscoe Jenkins right here. There oh, you, you want to know yeah, why? I'm going to tell you why. You I'm going to tell you why. Because you wanted to get away yesterday because you didn't tip the cleaning service. So you wanted to drive away before the hotel noticed That's you. It. That's and it. you didn't tip and you had to go back and tip the cleaning service at the hotel. Did you, by the way? I did. But I also ha- had to go back because I didn't pack because, you know, we have to get up so early. So I was running late. How much did you tip? I put 10 bucks on it. So that. did I. Did you? Okay. I felt like that was too much, though. I didn't know if it was enough. Now I was paranoid that it might not be enough. Well, that's that maybe why I, I got... should throw 20. To yeah, make you guys had to leave. <laughs> I got notebooks and pens. Hey, that's your loss. Next time we're up there. Don't compare that to taking... It's the same thing. It's not it's, like it's taking shrimp scampi thing. home. It's the same thing. Totally different. Totally different. All right, you think I'm crazy on that? I got you some crazy. crazy NFL conspiracy <laughs> theories for this year. I want to pitch you guys. Coming up next, it's Unsportsmanlike on ESPN Radio. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric e-bikes today. The number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus, electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C ebikes.com. Hi, this is ESPN's Mike Greenberg, and ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sports book of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today, and new users get $100 in bonus bets for making any sports book bet. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. This is the Unsportsmanlike podcast on ESPN Radio. It's Unsportsmanlike on ESPN Radio. Presented by Progressive Insurance, Sirius XM Channel 80, ESPNU, and all of our great ESPN stations all across the country after a big, I think statement, I think we could say statement win for the Lions last night. Even though CC doesn't think they were as good as they could be, it's still somewhat of a statement win last night, beating the Super Bowl champion Kansas City Chiefs as we get ready for week one, Sunday one, in the NFL coming up this weekend. I have some theories I want to throw at you. So here's what I got. I got a bunch of things I'm going to throw at you guys that I'm going to preface it by saying, it wouldn't surprise me if, or maybe possibly hypothetically, 
could you see this happening? So this is not reporting. This is not based on anything. It's just I'm throwing this out there. Ready? By the end of the season, this is rare, but could you see Matthew Stafford traded to the Falcons? Yeah. QB trades never happen. He's from the Georgia area. We've talked about oh the music. We've talked the about tone. the Rams as a sneaky tank. We've talked about Atlanta having a lot of good players, but we don't know about Desmond Ritter. I mean, Matthew Stafford, the Falcons. I don't know about that. I mean, they did bring in Taylor Heineke. I think they want to give Desmond Ritter the entire season to evaluate him. I don't look at the Falcons as a team that's just a quarterback away. They got a lot of work to do on that roster. So I don't know if going with a guy that's 35, 36 years old and, and probably a little bit older when you consider the mileage on his body is the solution for him in terms of getting that program around. And here's the other thing. I'm not trading what it would take to get Matthew Stafford when I got a coach in Arthur Smith that's on a hot seat. So I'm going to say eight ball says doubtful. But what about the Rams side of this? Let's mm. explore that a little mm. bit further, Okay. Matthew Stafford, they're, they're clearly in the gray area post-Super Bowl win, the right. Rams, right? They're, they're trying to figure out the, the next iteration of what they are. Matthew Stafford has come out and said, uh, he, he and his wife, it's, it's hard for uh, us to connect with some of the young players on the team. I'm just wondering, they're clearly thinking about life after Matthew right. Stafford. So I, that's why I could give a little bit of credence to this possibility. And I don't think you would have to give up that much, theoretically. Okay, what about another conspiracy theory here? What if the Vikings aren't that good? Kirk Cousins to the Titans. NFL trades are hard to ha- uh, to make happen. Quarterback trades rarely, if ever, happen in mm-hmm. season. But why not throw that out there? Kirk Cousins to the Titans. Oh, you know, Kirk Cousins is going to walk if he if they don't give him the amount of money he's looking for, and he only plays on fully guaranteed contracts. I could absolutely see a world where that happens. The only thing that I would push back on a little bit, just ever so slightly is that they drafted Will Levis with a second-round pick. A second-round pick is a premium pick. It's not nothing. Now, I, I guess he would have to show something at the end of this season that would preclude them or that would move them away from trying to explore and upgrade at the quarterback spot. I could see a world where it happens, but I think that they're more of a draft-and-develop type of franchise. Okay. Smalls? His future is uncertain, Kirk Cousins. What's certain is he's going to play on a guaranteed deal. Though. I was just going to say, certain. what is certain is he's going to secure the bag. Over yeah. $230 million he's secured. And the Titans, even though they did draft Will Levis, they're going to be in a bit of a quarterback purgatory. Yeah. I could totally see that being a nice little arranged marriage, an expensive one. There will be a dowry, but I yeah. can see that being an arranged marriage. Okay, how about this one? I'm going to bet you both like this one, especially after last night. What about Mike Evans to the Chiefs? Love it. Love it. Mike Evans is going to move somewhere before the NFL trade deadline. Makes no sense to keep him, right? He's not going to keep If you're not going to extend him, why are you going to keep him? It doesn't matter. And and Mike Evans has been a thousand yard receiver every single season in his career. It's unbelievable the level of productivity that this guy's had. And the Chiefs need a number one wide receiver. And Travis Kelsey with his hyperextended knee, bone bruise, whatever you want to call it, it became glaring what happens when he's not in the lineup. They need another guy. And Mike Evans, you could do far worse than. So, to me, it makes sense. It's It said he's looking for Cooper Cup money. That ain't cheap. But if you're the Chiefs, does it really matter when you're in the heart of Patrick Mahomes' prime? Yeah. You pay what it costs. Or you let him walk after the season. You just get him for now. As a run you know? Yeah. I mean, it's the Chiefs. They're that good. All right, I'll give you another one. It wouldn't surprise me if one of Josh Jacobs or Saquon Barkley gets moved this year. What if the Raiders aren't good? 
What if the Giants underachieve? CC, you have the Commanders winning that di- or in the playoff mix. Yes, and you have the Eagles in the playoff mix. Yes. So somebody's not going to be good between the Giants and the and the Cowboys there in that spot in the Canty Bowl on Sunday night. Yep. I mean, is it crazy to think that one of those two guys on a one-year deal gets moved? No, that's not crazy. And I would probably lean toward Josh Jacobs because I think the Giants will be a little more competitive. And Saquon has come out and said he wants to be a Giant for life. So I, I think I think Josh Jacobs would be the more likely of the two. Bills. And, Man, that would be a great fit, wouldn't it? I mean, he's not only a good runner, but he's great as a receiver out of the backfield. The guy had over 2,000 yards from scrimmage. I love that. Uh-oh, Fortenbaugh is on TV now with us. He's wearing oh, the, vest. the vest. He's Remember, of course, second take weekdays, uh, noon until 3 Eastern time. <laughs> with Carlin versus Joe. Carlin versus Joe. That's what that's what Candy is saying. I don't know what to tell you, Joe. Joe almost hit me with his car the other night, by the way. We're in the parking lot, and Joe literally, he's looking down, doesn't even see, and it almost hit me with a car the he's other night in the parking lot. He's trying yeah, to take you out. Yeah, trying to take me out. Trying to take me out. All right, I got one more for you. <laughs> Could you see... A crazy agent team legal battle type thing, Kyler Murray and the Cardinals. Because they're going to want him to not play. He's going to want to play. Something's got to give there, right? Because they're going to want him to not play because they want him to pass the physical so they don't have to pay him. Well, that's not that's not his choice, though. It's the coach's choice. And if Jonathan Gannon is sitting there saying Clayton Toon or Josh Dobbs is the best player Playing for the franchise, and that's what happens. I don't, as long so as they as, as long as they're playing him, it doesn't matter. Like they, they can activate him, he can ride the pine, make sure he can fast his fast his physical in March, so that they're out on the hook for the next three years worth of salaries. Because they're going to move Kyler Murray mm-hmm. at this point. We know that it's just a matter of where is Kyler going to land and how high is the Cardinals draft pick going to be. And on the Kyler side of things, as a guy who's dealing with an injury, coming back from an injury. Why do I want to put myself in the line of fire? Why do I want to put myself out there on a bad team and risk getting hurt again if I'm going to get moved somewhere else? All right, let me throw you a non-NFL one quickly. What if I told you that this year Alabama is going to be the best Alabama team in years? Is that crazy? They have Texas this weekend. I think it's crazy. College game day, chip on shoulder. It can't be the best Alabama team of late because I don't believe in Jalen Milrow or Ty Simpson or any other quarterbacks that uh, that Nick Saban has in in his stable. I mean, think about this. He didn't want to announce who the week one starter was, Mm -hmm. you know, a week week before the season. I, I mean, that just goes to show you that he doesn't have conviction on any of these guys. If you got two quarterbacks, you got three quarterbacks, you got no quarterbacks. I think that's where Alabama is this year. Yeah, I don't know if that was gamesmanship so much as we're figuring it out. (laughs) We just haven't seen an Alabama team with this kind of chip on their shoulder in a long period of time. And 7 p.m. Eastern time, Saturday night, Alabama-Texas. A game that Texas, by the way, should have won last year. Quinn Ewers does not get hurt. How many of those things do you think are going to come true? I gave you about five or six things. Uh, I would say zero. Zero. Okay, yes, good. Zero. Small. Maybe one. One. I got one. Maybe coming true. All right. Giants. Cowboys. What's at stake for both QBs? We'll find out next. It's on Sportsmanlike on ESPN Radio. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. 
With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only, exclusions apply. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. This is the Unsportsmanlike podcast on ESPN Radio. It's Unsportsmanlike on ESPN Radio. Presented by Progressive Insurance, Sirius XM, Channel 80, ESPNU, and all of our great stations all across the country. Let's get into the Giants and Cowboys, but first, can we just talk about quickly for a minute or two, Sunday setup. What I mean by that is Sunday setup, like how we're watching the games and what we're eating and drinking for the games. And Mm -hmm. I'm not a drinker, so people are aware of that. So I will be drinking my Crystal Light iced tea or my sparkling ice. That's yeah. shout out to uh, Steve Smith, our guest earlier. If you missed any of that, you can go back on the ESPN app and listen to the podcast as to why Crystal Light iced tea was a funny moment during the show today. That but was hilarious, by the CeCe, way. CeCe, what is your Sunday setup? So give me the TV, computer, I got you. I got you. I got you. I'm going to lay it all out for you. I'm an yeah. old-fashioned kind of guy. And when okay. I say old-fashioned, I mean with my bourbon. I'm going to go with the Ruby Rosa pizza from the West Village. Ooh. And I'm going with my favorite smoked Wings. I gotta have the smoked wings. That's that's just a part of the deal. You're making Blue, them or you're ordering them? No, I'm ordering them. Blue cheese, not ranch. That's how I roll. Agreed. Excuse me. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, stop it. Blue cheese, not what? ranch. What? Are you cheese, saying this small, because you don't have access ranch. to ranch? No. Blue no. cheese is way better for blue wings cheese, than ranch. For, blue it's not even close. Better. Yeah, don't don't be don't be weird, Smalls. Anyway, so that's how I'm mm-hmm. going with my screens now. I am red zone, but then I'm bouncing back with whatever game I'm most interested in. In that window. So, 1 o'clock window, got to find the game I'm most interested in. It'll probably end up being Bengals-Browns. And then I'm going to bounce back to the red zone just to kind of check in on all the other games in that time slot. So, that's how I'm going to roll. I'm curious to see how this YouTube TV quad box goes, though. Oh, yeah? Another shout-out to YouTube TV. Got to support the wifey with YouTube. But, yeah, I want to see how the quad box goes. So, I might give that a whirl. But it's it's going to have a quick hook. I'm talking about, like, Saturday night, amateur hour at the Apollo Quick hook if okay. I don't like it okay. because I, I've been locked in. I'm red zone, and then whatever game I think is the feature game for the time slot I'm watching. That's my Sunday setup. That's how I'm rolling. Smalls? I couldn't agree with CeCe more on the viewing patterns. I love to listen to the broadcast. I love to listen to what the broadcasters have to say, to the reports on the field. You know, They're obviously there. They get all this information. And so I love to pick my game in that time slot and then bounce back and forth to red zone to see what I miss. As far as the setup is concerned, you got to go buffalo chicken dip. you got to go sheet pan nachos. And then probably like a blue moon. I feel like you won't have any of that, though. I feel like you're going to have kale salad, cucumber smoothie. What else are you going to have? Cucumber smoothie. I don't know. I'm making anything. You're so like healthy. Like the first time Smalls and I spoke, she's like, oh, I eat this, this. And I'm like, I don't even know what that is. Like you eat all these healthy things. I don't even know what they are. Yeah, I was getting my chlorophyll water in. What? What is, is that English? I don't know. I, I've never heard of that. Yeah. Before. All right. So you got to go one TV red zone, one TV on your team. Yeah. That's what it is. I'm right? bouncing back. No, I have only one TV. Right. Because you don't a have a team. Because your team. No, but I'm saying your or one screen. I should say. Yeah, yeah. Your team left you in St. Louis, so yeah. I understand. So you're anti Rams, maybe, and and then red zone. I go red zone and then Pats and okay. then. 
So the, the, so you have the two screens. I have two screens okay. in, the, in the office. So at the home. sound is on the nice. Pats game, but you got the red zone. <laughs> you can come over. It's fine. So the sound is on the Pats game, but you got the red zone Correct. up on the, on the Correct. screen. Okay. Now, if it's a Pats game in like a window where there's not a lot of their good games, uh, you may I may find myself on the big screen with the Pats and then a little okay. tiny one with the red zone. Okay. And if things are right, which I don't know, looking at myself on camera right now, they don't feel right. <laughs> buffalo, buffalo chicken sandwich with melted Swiss. Buffalo are, chicken sandwich? Why are you hating? What are you doing? Who chooses buffalo chicken sandwich on a football Sunday? A fried, absolutely fried awful. chicken with the buffalo sauce. No, 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 no. Go you, with Small. the wings. What are you doing? Go with the There's wings. A great, you come over too. We're no, going to take no, you to where you, this No, no, no. You go to the wings. Go with the wings. Go with the wings. I promise you the Mighty Quinn wings that I order are better than the buffalo chicken sandwich that I've you're talking about, about on Sunday. Mighty Quinn's smoked chicken wings are better than whatever you're talking about. Well, for you. No, I'm t- for everybody. You're come over for and everybody. Gonna, no, no, for no. everybody. They're better than. Are you going to trust me, wings. the 300 pound guy that picked the Lions plus four and a half last night? Oh my god! Are you going to go with Mister Ridiculous over here? <laughs> this is why I am never going to doubt Chris Canty on his food takes because we're kind of. A, I'm surprised though about the ranch because we have uh, we shared a meal at the ESPN dinner. You weren't at our table, Evan. You were. Busy yeah. with other people. But yeah. we're kind of Thanks. in lockstep Appreciate when it comes to food. We kind of we have are, a similar We are power. in lockstep, which, yeah. is, which is why I'm surprised with the ranch stuff, too. I'm is that a Midwest with, versus listen, Northeast ranch, thing? I put ranch on ranch, my pizza. Ranch on fries oh. is cool. Blue cheese wings all day. Yes. Do That's put, it. Do you dip your pizza in ranch? No. No. Stop it. No, 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 no. <laughs> No, first of all, you haven't had Ruby Rosa pizza. I've been trying to put you on for oh, this for weeks. I've been trying that. to tell you. You I live right that. around the corner. I'll go. You need to, yeah, yeah. It's a it's a multiple pizza pie situation. All right, all yeah. right. All right, so when we finish our Sunday setup and there's one game and we're yeah. all stuffed and we have to unbutton our pants on Sunday night because we yeah. can't fit in our pants by the end of the day. Actually, if you're wearing button pants on Sunday, something's wrong with yeah, you. Totally. Wear sweats or joggers yeah. or whatever it is. Yeah. But we're watching this Sunday night game between the Cowboys and the Giants. I feel like most people are going to be watching it as hating on – Daniel Jones for being paid so much and hating on Dak for wanting to be paid so much. If you had to pick one storyline from the game, it's that. It's hating on quarterbacks for the finances. Yeah, but you know what the crazy thing is? At this point, I trust Daniel Jones going into this season more than I trust Dak Prescott. I can't believe I'm saying it. I trust Daniel Jones going into this season more than I trust Dak Prescott. Now, a big part of it has to do with Brian Dayball and Mike Kafka and what they've done, but then also what Joe Shane did in front office by being able to go out and get Darren Waller, going out and get Jalen Hyatt, who looks like a stud, and now he's rocking 13 like he's Odell. But I like the pieces that they put around Daniel Jones. I like the offensive line that's in front of him. And then they still found a way to keep Saquon Barkley. I trust Daniel Jones and what I'm going to get from his body of work this season more than I trust Dak Prescott. Now, I don't know if he's going to live up to a $40 million a year contract, but I think Daniel Jones is going to be a better quarterback in, in the way of productivity than he was last year. I think both of these guys actually are underrated. I can't believe I'm saying that. Mm-hmm. I think Daniel Jones, because of the fact... Now, underrated is tricky because he's paid $40 million a year. Yes. So he's been valued very high. But if you just take the contracts away and you take about, take out all of the money part of it and you just say, how does this guy play football and how do people react to him playing football? I think Daniel Jones is a little bit better than people think he is. I also think Dak Prescott is a lot better than people think he is. And wow. I don't know why he's the target for everyone. And because pro- he plays for the Cowboys. Yeah, I guess it's that. There's it's a different that. level of pressure that comes when you have the star in your helmet. When you're the quarterback that has the star in your helmet. Yeah, but like if you actually look smalls at what he's done in his career, the guy's had a good career. <coughs> he has. <coughs> Are you choking from this? Yes, I'm choking because I don't <laughs> think... 
you're talking about a guy that in the last two playoff losses that the Cowboys suffered was awful. I mean, awful, especially when it mattered the most in the fourth quarter. There's no way to explain away that end-of-game situation two years ago when they had the wild-card game in Texas Stadium. There's no way to explain away the second half that he had out in Levi Stadium this past year. Those are the moments that we hang on to. The, the Daniel Jones, when I saw him in the wild-card round, looked pretty good against the Minnesota Vikings on the road. Looked pretty good. Now, I'm not saying Dak Prescott didn't play great at Tampa, but Tampa had a losing record. We know they were on last legs. All I'm simply saying is this. When we're talking about the two quarterbacks, I think based on the expectations that we have for them, I think Daniel Jones is poised to exceed those expectations, whereas Dak is poised to fall short. That's why I say I trust what I'm going to get from a body of work standpoint from Daniel Jones this season more than Dak Prescott. But I'm not saying that Daniel Jones at the end of the year is going to be a better quarterback than Dak Prescott, sure. to be clear. What I'm saying is based on what we expect from them, I think Daniel Jones has a better chance of meeting and exceeding those expectations than Dak Prescott. But the bar is different for each of them. No right? doubt. And it's the bar is different based on their in- individual skill sets, but it, the bar is also different based on the team around them and the situation that they're in. Yeah. And anybody that's going to be in Dak Prescott's situation outside of Patrick Mahomes or Joe Burrow, a handful of guys, is going to be in the same position that he is. If they're in the same tier and they're in Dallas, they're going to have the same level of expectation. Smalls, I know this might sound wild, but I actually think we can live in a world where the New York Giants have a better record at the end of the season than the Dallas Cowboys. And I know that the Dallas Cowboys are by far a more talented team Mm -hmm. than the New York Giants. But the best players don't always make the best teams. The best teams always win. And when I think about the leadership and the culture that was established in year one with Brian Daybow and Joe Shane, I trust that far more than what the Dallas Cowboys are bringing to the party with Mike McCarthy and Jerry Jones as the pot stirrer. Think about what Jerry Jones did on the eve of the season kicking off. I'm just going to trade a fourth-round pick to San Francisco without for Trey Lance anybody. without telling my head coach or my starting quarterback. You think like that's not going to have an effect on Dak Prescott? Well, you think that's not going to have an effect on your team chemistry of overall? Of course it is. Of course. This is the guy that you're saying is our unquestioned leader, and yet he needs a new contract, and I'm trading for a guy that was a former top five pick at the same position. So for us old heads over here with Candy and I, old, uh, old married guys, you're talking about the bar being different. Will the bar be different for you this weekend? And now that you're here, unsportsmanlike, on television, <laughs> will the bar smalls? be different for you this weekend. No, I'm not going to the bar this weekend. I'm sleeping. Your girl is hibernating all weekend. <laughs> 4 a.m. wake-up calls four day in a row. No, I'm not a morning person. I will be hibernating. That's not good football. for a morning show. You know that, right? right? <laughs> but this is what I'm saying. I just need a weekend to hibernate. And next week, you know, we were in Bristol. We're getting up and running. I'm watching college football all day Saturday. I'm watching NFL all day Sunday. Monday, I'll be up and ready to At go. some point, the bar is going to be different. Now though. talk to me right. next The bar is going to be different. Right? The bar is going to be different for her at know. some point. I kind of no like the bars it. I go to. I'm just saying. I love a dive bar. Okay, come on. You're going to go to more than just a dive bar. Oh, don't of you course. Think? You got to mix it up. You got to diversify. Yeah, M- Michelle is is the is an amazing balance of dive bar on a Friday mm-hmm. and like a bar you can't get into on a Saturday. Yeah, right. Like like you need seven levels of security. She's like, I'm here. They're like, they. Oh, come on in. Yeah. Come on in. Come on in. Dive bar Friday. And then the bar you didn't even know was there. Right. On the speakeasy or whatever exactly. it is. Knock yeah. twice. The code word is burrito. Exactly. You know yeah, exactly. It's around that the kind corner. Of thing. Yeah. 
she like gave a specific example to that. Candy that place, that place actually exists. So. Yeah. Oh, you knew that? <laughs> what am I doing? How do I get the burrito? Give me a burrito. More on Sportsman Like Next. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors. I do, you do, we all do. Big, small. And when we keep them bottled up, as I sometimes have had happen in the past, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who have experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash unsportsmanlike today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash unsportsmanlike. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. This is the Unsportsmanlike Podcast on ESPN Radio. It's a team, man. It's a team. One guy can't do it. It takes all of us. ESPN Radio's Pick'em Challenge. You ready? Unsportsmanlike on ESPN Radio, presented by Progressive Insurance, Sirius XM Channel 80, ESPNU, and all of our great ESPN stations across the country. You ready to pick them, Kenny? Let's do it, man. I'm ready. Let's Let's go go in. All right, so we've got three games that we're going to pick. CC, kick us off. All righty then. So we've got the Eagles at the Patriots. The Eagles are laying four points. How are we feeling about this one? I don't like that line. I don't like the four. I'm scared. I'm nervous. I ain't going to lie to you. I It's something about Bill Belichick having time to prepare the entirety of the preseason, knowing that they have that defense, knowing that they added to that strength by drafting Christian Gonzalez in the first round. Jones potentially being available for him. I know he got in some legal trouble earlier. He just got hurt. Exactly. exactly. So we'll we'll see what happens with that. But I really, really like that Patriots defense. I think this game has the potential to be closer than the experts expect. So I would actually go on the other side of that. I think the Eagles win, but this is close. So I would take the Patriots plus the four points. That's what I would say. Now, this is a group decision. Okay. This is something talk, that we all got. So we're doing this all together. All together. Let's talk through it because all you know together. that Evan's going to be I refuse high to pick the, the Patriots. Patriots. I refuse to pick anything. Why? I, I just, you know, I'm just trying to get better in all three phases. And just, you know, I can't worry about a game on Sunday. I just got to get walk through today and just, you know, just do what we can do to get, get the team better. Okay, so I love that. Very good. Very good, Hoodie. So, CeCe, you're high on the Patriots' defense, but what about Mac Jones? What about the offense? Well, the last – I mean, listen, Mac Jones has success in Bill O'Brien's offense before they have a legitimate offensive coordinator, so I think he can get back on track this year. And I'm not going to say that Mac Jones is going to be a world beater, but the Patriots aren't going to lose the game because of Mac Jones. And they've got a strong running game with Ramondre Stevenson and Ezekiel Elliott. I think their weapons are a little bit better than advertised. Yes. So I feel 
I feel like this no, is he's gonna, right. And the defense for the Philadelphia Eagles has a lot of new faces mm-hmm. in new places. So there's going to be a little bit of an adjustment to actual game speed in the regular season. That's why I think this is a spot where the New England Patriots could cover. I'm not saying they're going to win the game, but I think they cover that four points. Here's the thing, Smalls. It's the Patriots this year are going to be way better than people think. They're just not going to be way better than the Patriots expect to be historically, especially with Brady. Brady's also going to be there. They're going to honor him this weekend at this game. They say they're going to do something that hasn't been seen. We'll see what that is. Mac Jones just has to be good. He doesn't have to be great. He just has to be good. Last year, he wasn't even good. He just has to be good. Their running game, as CC mentioned, could be great. Ramondre Stevenson is maybe the most unknown great running back in the league. Like, There's yep. a chance he's the best running back in the NFL this year. That's not that bold of a statement. He's really, really good. Yep. And I agree their skill position players are way better than people give him credit for. Defense is where their strong suit is. I think they. I think the idea as a show, if we're saying that New England can cover, I'm good with that. I'm good with that. Let's do it. So, all right, all right, we're, taking, all right. we're taking the Packers at Bears. Four. The Bears are favored by one point at home. Here's my thought process on this. Could we get to the place where we pick the Bears minus one and simultaneously say we could come in on Monday looking at that guy if you're watching on ESPN, you and the ESPN app, and that is Jordan Love, simultaneously say Bears win and Jordan Love is legit? Because I think that could happen. That could happen. I don't think it will happen. Listen, the best receiver on that field on Sunday is going to be DJ Moore, mm-hmm. and that's Justin Fields' number one target. I think that is ultimately what's going to decide which quarterback has the best performance. And so I'm going to lean toward Justin Fields being able to make sure that his team finds a way to win it is. Even though I don't trust the Chicago Bears defense, I think their secondary is better than people want to give them credit for. So I, I think they'll be able to hold up, even if they give up a lot of yards, I don't think they'll give up a lot of touchdowns. And Justin Fields is going to find a way to be a playmaker with his arm and his legs. So I like the Chicago Bears to win this football game. I like the Bears too. There is a world that. that we could live in where Jordan Love does something amazing yeah. and we come in and talk about it Monday. But right now we haven't seen it yet. And so until look, I see it, I can't go with it. Bears won week one last year in a monsoon against San Francisco 49ers. Just put that out there. Uh, Cowboys minus three and a half at the Giants. The Canty Bowl, as many people are referring to it as, as Chris played for both teams. That is your Sunday night football game. If you didn't know that, look at Dak's hat. He's wearing the Sunday night football <laughs> game hat yesterday. Uh, I would lean Cowboys minus three and a half. I'm probably going to be alone on this one. I think the Cowboys are going to be better than you guys do. But we have to decide as a show. So we decided the Patriots... Plus four. We said the Bears minus one. What are we going to do Cowboys-Giants, guys? Canty. It's the Canty Bowl. What do you think? I mean, it's been four in a row, right? It's been four in a row. At some point, the Giants have to stop it. At some point, it has to stop. And I think this is the year that it ends up stopping. I think the New York Giants find a way to get it done at home. Wow. You know, it's the weekend of 9-11. They find a way to rise up under Brian Dayball uh, it's going to happen. This this is the game. And I think their new-look offense with Darren Waller being the ultimate chess piece is what's going to frustrate the Dallas Cowboys a little bit. They don't have a guy that's going to match up with Darren Waller. Very few defenses do. And so I think that's ultimately what's going to be the difference. Finally having a receiver that can dictate front and coverage to that back seven of the Dallas Cowboys is going to make a world of difference. It's also going to open up room in the Cowboys' front seven for Saquon Barkley to do his thing. And with that offensive line being a year older, Evan Neal being a year older, being able to have an opportunity to gel, I think they'll be much more balanced of an offense, not as run-centric. 
and I think they find a way to be able to cover this game. I'm actually picking the New York Giants to win outright in this game. Wow. That's how much confidence I have in them. Wow. See, I have more confidence in the Cowboys. So it's going to be five in a row for the Dallas Cowboys. I think so. Wow. I think they're going to I think you're overruled, time. even though you played for both teams. I know. Two on one here. Okay. Every time we say the candy bowl, I don't like it. I'm thinking it's the candy bowl. And I'm thinking of Halloween. I it don't just like sounds it. like you don't like what? Candy or canty or he the doesn't like pick? the pick. I don't like the pick. I don't like the candy ball. I don't like any of it. I don't like it. What are we supposed to do then? I don't like it. When all of my bets hit, I'm going to want a full apology on Monday. Oh, oh. now Arnold's the artificial intelligence member is, of the show. What does Arnold have to say? All right, about Arnold, it? You, Arnold decides. Cowboys Arnold, or Giants. Arnold? Arnold, who do you got? It just go Cowboys. Go Cowboys. Cowboys? Okay, Arnold's saying Cowboys, I guess, to us in our ears there. Oh, okay. And by the way, if the Cowboys win, Nuno has to wear all kinds of Cowboys gear, right? That's a but big Giants no, fan. I know, what, I know what Nuno is doing. He's picking the Cowboys the because psychology. he's a Giants fan. Well, if the Cowboys win, then the show is right. But if the Cowboys lose, then he's happy as a Giants fan. So either way, he wins. Thank you for being with us. Week one here. Greeny coming up next on most of your ESPN stations. Unsportsmanlike on ESPN Radio. We're on to Monday. Thanks for listening to the Unsportsmanlike podcast on ESPN Radio. You can listen to Unsportsmanlike live weekdays from 6 to 10 a.m. Eastern on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, and on Sirius XM Channel 80. You can also watch on ESPN2 and on ESPNU. Unsportsmanlike with Evan Canty and Michelle. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.